Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the show. So today's podcast poses a question for listeners. I want to ask a question to provide, well, some insight into the chaos we're seeing in certain American cities. And I want you to put yourself in the position of the arbiter, the judge, the person that decides on what's right and what's wrong, on whether or not we should have the right, not just the ability to protect ourselves in a situation we may perceive as dangerous. So here's the headline. Protesters struck by driver in Times Square file report with police. This is according to their lawyers. Now, I don't think it's, well, very unlikely for anyone to not be afraid if a mob is attacking your vehicle. And the question is, do we have the right to protect ourselves by fleeing? And if someone is injured during that fleeing from danger, are we guilty? Is someone guilty for trying to survive? Or should they, as has happened in the past, be allowed to be pulled out of their vehicle and beaten or worse, killed? And what if, what if you have a family member, a child, a small child in the vehicle with you? Should you stop and allow the mob to have control of the situation? Or should you try to drive off and protect yourself and, more importantly, your child? So here's the, here's the update. Two protesters injured during a demonstration over the death of 41-year-old Daniel Prude have filed an official report with the New York Police Department. Now, this is the people that were injured. And these two people were injured after a car drove through a group of protesters in Times Square. And the lawyers for these individuals announced this at a press conference. And the protesters who interviewed with the police are two of five individuals who were struck by apparently a black sedan. And they suffered serious bodily injury, according to their lawyer. And I'm not even going to give his name because I don't want to give him any press. So, listeners, here's the question. What do you do in a situation like that? Especially if you have family members that you're responsible for protecting. Do you allow the mob to control their safety and well-being or do you try to escape? And if someone is in front of you and refuses to move, what do you do then? Now, listen to what the attorney for the, now these are the protesters who were injured, not the individual that drove away, but listen to what the attorney says. What we're asking for is Manhattan District Attorney to bring charges of assault with a deadly weapon. (laughs) The city should be a city in which peaceful protests can take place without the risk of being seriously injured. Unfortunately, that's not what happened. Now, listeners, you can pull this video up any 
where you want. And you can make your own determination as to whether or not what happened was peaceful or not. Now, here's, here's, the, here's the continuation of this. Protesters were demonstrating over the death, of course, of Daniel Prude. And, you know, they encountered, well, police in Rochester. And this, uh, these, these people who were injured, they uh, intend to make a report to the police as well. But this, so far, this is from the, the attorney. And the two filed a report on Saturday, did not identify themselves at the following press conference out of fear of public retribution. Now, on Friday, this past Friday, today is Tuesday, the New York Police Department said it could not take any action against the driver occupants of the black sedan because the report had not been filed. So videos posted on social media immediately following the alleged assault showed the sedan careening down West 46th Street, its horn blaring as demonstrators scrambled out of the way. Now, at one point, social media users who saw the video speculated about whether the vehicle was an unmarked police car because it had a push bar, uh, also known as a bull bar or push bumper that is often found on NYPD vehicles and other SUVs. The New York Police Department tweeted clearly, this auto is not an NYPD vehicle and said no complaints had been filed in the incident hindering the investigation. And the police also said they had specifically told five counter-protesters inside the car to turn through the taxi well at a nearby Marriott to avoid protesters, but the car went straight through the crowd instead. So here's the other side of the story. A passenger in the vehicle said she saw my life flash in front of me as she saw protesters gather around the vehicle. She said the driver was a pro-police activist, but not part of their group, and offered to drive them away. She says a mob was trying to attack them. The protesters got on 46th Street, blocked us in, started trying to open the car, hitting the car. The driver then drove through to try to get us to safety. She had posted on her Instagram page a video showing her decked out in Keep America Great Again gear, saying that there was set to be a peaceful group of protesters coming out of here. And so here's the question. She said that the driver saved our lives and that police have interviewed all six people who were in the car, six people in the car, and continue to investigate the incident. And vehicle history records indicate the car involved in this incident was initially a a government-owned vehicle in Rhode Island and then was sold to a private party in New Jersey and then sold again to an owner in New York later that year. So here's what one news site said. The vehicle's license plates matched a police interceptor vehicle. So that's why they thought it might have been a police vehicle. So here's the question. We've seen cases where people have been pulled out of their vehicle by alleged peaceful protesters and beaten. And my question is, what do we do in a situation like that? If you were to, let's say, make a wrong turn in one of these cities and all of a sudden you are in a crowd and people are trying to beat on the door, trying to break the windows to get in 
and let's say you have your spouse, your child, uh, someone in the vehicle with you that you are responsible for. What do you do? That's the question. And what rights do you have to protect yourself in a situation like that? And we've seen the uh, case where the truck driver was pulled out of a vehicle and nearly beaten to death on a freeway. So this was a freeway. And it's not unfathomable that any of us could be driving on a freeway and all of a sudden face a potential crowd. You can't turn around. What do you do? What do you do? People will not get out of your way. They're threatening you. They're beating on the window. They're break, trying to break the window. What do you do? That's my question. That's the question we have to ask on this podcast. Do you have the freedom to protect yourself in that situation? Can you drive through a crowd to protect yourself, or are you supposed to be subject to the whims of a mob of people threatening you? That's, that's what we're facing today. We're, we're faced with two, well, two answers that just aren't good. No, I don't think any rational human being wants to harm another human being just for the sake of harming them. And in this case, you had anti-protesters. But what if this is a just an individual that happened to turn on the wrong road? Maybe they were following Siri or, you know, couldn't figure out where they're supposed to go. And all of a sudden they're in this situation. What do you do? And how do you survive? Well, I think, you know, we're, we're afforded certain rights to, to protect ourselves. And I don't think any court of law in the United States that's, that's rational will ever fault someone for trying to protect themselves or protect their children. And I will tell you this, you know, if it comes between me and the safety of my family, then I feel no guilt if harm comes to someone that got in the way of me getting my family to safety. So if you think about what we're seeing in the streets of some of these cities, this, uh, this the peaceful protests are one thing. Those are things that we have been given the rights to by our constitution. But when it becomes threatening, when it becomes dangerous, when it becomes violent, I don't think the the freedom to protest also encompasses the freedom to form a mob and harm innocent individuals who just happen to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. So this podcast is about going big. I want to know you know, what are your thoughts? Do you agree with this? Do you disagree? Do you think this is something that is a reasonable conversation to have? This podcast is about going big. This podcast is about dealing with difficult issues. Are you crazy enough to win? Until next time.